0: Welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to write. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. For a limited time, get a 30% manufacturer's rebate when you send in the
1: attached voucher. If you can find the voucher in like Idea Space, I really have, you know, questions for you, but also applause, like just straight up. That's incredible.
0: Uh, manifestation powers Take things
1: <laughs> and, uh, and make them solid <laughs> I mean I suppose But uh, y- you know Frankly if somebody figures out how to find it Then we'll give you a 30% rebate on the idea Maybe a little bit more Just out of impressed uh, impressedness uh, Yeah I mean if you make your own and print it out That's a different thing no No rebate then But you know <laughs> Also, you're not paying, so, hold on, maybe you do get a rebate then. Although I think a rebate is just a payment, I don't think it has to do with, like, a literal, like, refund. You know what? That's not important. (laughs) Hi, I'm Atheo, author of Rune and Metagame on Heaven Royal Road, and, uh, sometimes there's a fun fact here. Uh, frankly, right now, I've just, I've run out of fun facts because I don't even really know what they're supposed to be. But then that was the case from the beginning, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's hard to
1: say that you ran out of fun facts given the the supply of them. I think I've said like two or three, but I'm not entirely sure what they're supposed to be. They're supposed, but, frankly, that's been to be fun hanging over this whole and thing. And they're supposed to be
0: factual. Although I suppose if they were made up, nobody would know.
1: But. Yeah, I'm not entirely certain what constitutes fun and like should I share things that are like entertaining but like utterly meaningless yes. or like, things that other people find entertaining that are utterly meaningless to me yes. and like other people are like oh but that's a whole thing and I'm like I d- uh, but I don't care. I think they're just supposed
0: to be entertaining and relatively meaningless. Right. Um, hi everyone, I'm Eunice, uh, the author of Fantasia and Eternal Source and, for some reason, the the normal one in this bunch. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I've recently been uh, binge-watching this, uh, coffee-making channel on YouTube, despite the
1: fact that I don't drink coffee. See, that's a fun I thought. mean, coffee smells incredible, and I, I got good at making coffee for other people. I don't really like coffee much myself, but I got good at making it. Well, that's
0: something that you would do. See, that's a fun fact. Fun fact, there we go. Oh, there you go, okay. Um, so today we are doing a rating rehash. And uh, as usual, uh, I'm picking, because Atheo still hasn't remembered which series
1: the idea <laughs> Frankly, the, the issue is that if I bring an idea here, then it's likely to be, like, a really, like, twisted or complicated thing that, like, you know, you, you may not enjoy, and our listeners may not enjoy as well.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, it's not really, this is not really about, like, taking the actual plot of a story. It's more of the premise part.
1: Yeah, the the issue is that, like, all the premises of the stories that come up when I think about that are like, well, there's, like, 14 parts to this premise, and it just gets worse the longer it goes. Okay,
0: well, anyways, we are continuing along with my choices, because I have a very simplistic brain, and all of my plots can be summarized in a few minutes. Um, so, the series that I picked this week... Uh, is by Sharon Shin. Uh, and uh, it's a bunch of books that are collectively called the Samaria series. But basically, uh, I don't know whether to call this like fantasy or sci fi. It's technically, I guess, sci fi. So basically,
1: like uh, there's a big space in between those two that like I'm never entirely certain where it goes and I pretty much just go on it based on like the thematics and sort of the, the way that they explore the ideas rather than the literal interpretation of yeah. it because like I have stories that are fantasy but they go along more the lines of like sci-fi themes and ideas so it's like it's fantasy but it's not really fantasy eh. This
0: is kind of like fantasy slash sci-fi in the way Fantasia is. I guess if you think about it, technically sci-fi.
1: Fantasia is a sci-fi themed fantasy story.
0: Yeah, so it's like that. Um, Because, okay, so basically what happened is uh, people went on spaceships and then colonized this country. Or, not a country, a planet that has extremely like violent weather patterns and they were unable to like I don't know like terraform or like change the atmosphere like permanently to get you know the tornadoes and the storms to stop forming Uh, but their spaceship was is capable of kind of targeting abnormal weather patterns as they're forming and dispersing them or fixing them, so like if if you command the spaceship, you can say, okay, get rid of this tornado, or like make it rain in this drought region,
1: or or stop this crazy thunderstorm from being too strong, type of okay, thing. Okay, so I'm not gonna get into <laughs> all the very complicated reasons why this is total nonsense.
0: Um, yeah, but uh, basically what happened is. St- they they leave the spaceship and they're living on the planet. Um, and they wanted to have a way of like communicating with the spaceship that was not like. Uh, via, you know, computer, so <laughs> it's going to sound ridiculous when I when I say it, but they they I mean, that's fine. <laughs> They bioengineered wings onto people to have them kind of fly at high altitude and then, like, sing vocal commands uh, to change the weather pattern near where they are. That seems
1: <laughs> more difficult than using a radio.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's extremely extra. They, they, they bioengineered people... To have like superheated blood and be able to tolerate like low oxygen uh, environments, and and also like not die when giving birth to someone with and wings. also
1: have wings that can that have the ability to like bring them up that high as well as yeah the ability to sing in apparently extremely low density environments yeah. And, as well as the ability to breathe and continue to fly, because, again, that's really high energy. And also, they have arms and wings, which, you know, if you
0: know anything about biology... Well, obviously they're
1: <laughs> gonna have arms and wings. This is written by a human author.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know where these muscles are attaching, because they didn't add keel bones or anything, but they have... Cl- I mean, you could yeah.
1: do parts of it, like, sure. although... If they can do vertical takeoffs, then, I, then I'm then i calling bullshit, but other than oh, that- Oh yeah, of course I... they can't. What the- <laughs> th- you think they
0: can't? They don't- it doesn't even seem to hurt.
1: <laughs> oh, so they can definitely just do a vertical yeah, takeoff. Yeah, it's
0: not even like, you know, like with ducks or something where they kind of have to run and, and, and flap at the same time. This just like straight up, whatever, no props. Um, Because, you you know, it's fantasy, (laughs) even though it's, like, sci-fi.
1: I always think of that, like, very cartoony whenever I hear or, like, see descriptions like that. (laughs) Where it's just, like, they're on the ground, and then they're up, and it's like, okay, I don't really put together how those, (laughs) how that transition happened, but it's fine. have you
0: ever seen a duck taking off? It's like...
1: Yeah, I've seen I've seen a duck taking off, but like I'm talking about like when people like have these enormous wings and then take off like freaking hummingbirds.
0: Oh yeah, they, you know they they jump and then they're they're in the air. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't really put together how that transition happens, and like they certainly can't hover, but you know. Oh yeah, hover. They're gonna be able to hover. Oh yeah,
0: they, uh, they all hover, and fly backwards, and, <laughs> and all, all that stuff that hum- only hummingbirds can do.
1: Um, <laughs> now it would be funny as heck, hmm. I think, to do a story where, they, where, where the people who could fly definitely had that ability, but it's because they had like essentially hummingbird-style wings.
0: Oh, so uh, what would keep them from immediately
1: dying of starvation? <laughs> uh, They have to carry, like, a pack with them with extremely high energy rations. <laughs> Even then. Uh, and
0: also, I don't think hummingbird wings scaled up like you would still be able to flap it that many times per They time. wouldn't
1: work. They would absolutely not work.
0: And, and also, if they did, like, the wind generated, like, would... <laughs>
1: It wouldn't be allowed anywhere near like developed areas, unless you change the development to you know allow for that. Uh, anyways, so so the the reason that this actually
0: turns is more of a fantasy series is because like over time, like the descendants of the colonizers uh kind of forget that they ever were colonizers and they lose the their technology um it was kind of like what like they they uh, meant to do that what the apocalypse caused this no, no, no like the, okay wait they meant to Yeah do like that? the settlers came why you know they're like the Amish or like you know the they they they're not like the Amish the Amish actually like stick to their principles they don't they wanted to live a simpler life and so they purposely came, fixed everything, but then, you know, like, they didn't want to keep... They're not
1: being the Amish, they're cosplaying the yes, Amish. they're
0: cosplaying the Amish. But then the subsequent generations, like, forget that this history happened.
1: Uh, So then it becomes... Well, again, if that's intentional, then it was done as, like, a cosplay. Like, it's an entire civilization of in-character cosplayers. Like, I'm not...
0: Yeah. So then they 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 start believing that the the vocal commands are prayers that are being sung to a god, uh, which is the. Space, I mean, effectively. Which is the spaceship, and. Uh, Again, at this point, that's
1: not wrong.
0: Yeah, and then and then uh, only. Like the prophets at a certain mountain can communicate with the god. Like there's like one very old computer there, <laughs> that uh, only the the prophets are like trained to like type in in the in the language because it's like shifted over the years. Uh, so they have to like study
1: it. It's probably not shifted effectively like how real language shifts, but you know it's fine. Uh,
0: and then. Uh, other than that, the ship attempts to like pick who the, uh, the leader of the angels is gonna be like every thirty years. Like, it picks
1: of course, a- they're called angels. Never mind if well, I. Well, they, they have they have
0: wigs. What are you gonna call them? <laughs> they have wigs.
1: Winged people. And
0: they sing prayers to the god that get answered. Well, I mean that that's pretty.
1: Again, I would just call them winged people.
0: Well, they call them angels and uh there's also like uh this other nonsense thing where like most people when they're born get this little like crystal Im- like implanted into their shoulder and then when the mothership like senses that like two people have like favorable genetics if they had a kid together like they flash and then uh, that's been interpreted to mean like, you know, that's like your destined true love, instead of like, you would make
1: nice babies. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, I, I and mean, I'm just having, like... You know what? I'm not going into the the distinction that that kind of culture should produce. Because it's silly. And it would get in the way of making this into a very normal, everyday romance. Which is probably what this is.
0: Um, Yeah, it's like a series of
1: romances. And then, like, throughout... Well, the the issue that I have with this, which is significant, but probably not something that came up, is that the ship will likely cause your... Crystal, to flash for more than one person.
0: Actually, no. It's pretty rare.
1: Realistically.
0: It's pretty rare. In the- in the story, anyways. Okay. Like, like...
1: But that's stupid. Like,
0: most people go their whole lives without it going off.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's still stupid to assume it can only go off once, but I'm not going to get into the logistics all of that nonsense. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. I think that the ship really only flashes if, like, it, it would be really good if it considers it very important that these two people procreate. I, I don't actually understand the rationale because, again, all of these people are running around assuming that the mothership is an actual god. So <laughs> not that much is explained. And then, like, throughout the series, it's like... <laughs> The initial couple books are just kind of like, you know, Angel falls in love and struggles and then gets together. Uh, and then throughout the story, it's like, oh, crap, the mothership is breaking down and it can't... It's not answering our prayers. Uh, and then they have to go change...
1: It's it. almost like they settled down on a planet with no idea of how to maintain their spaceship. But then... Uh, That's fundamentally important to all of the people living on those surface. Yeah, but no worries, because a
0: couple generations back, these two people got brought together by the flashing signal thingies, and then they burst an engineer, and then the, the ship kind of, like, Oh! <laughs> kidnaps him.
1: Fuck <laughs> that! And, like, the sh- I was kind of trying to go for something lighter <laughs> than that, but fuck that! The, 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 the ship- like kidnaps him, like
0: teleports him onto the ship, and then like they like change a battery or something. It was like something really minor, and then the ship's like, "Yeah, I'm good to go for another two thousand years, thanks." And then puts him back. <laughs> well, they like they just needed someone who like ha- like could figure out, oh, like pull this out, unscrew this, put this back in, and not like
1: they needed somebody who could follow orders. Yeah. They didn't need an engineer.
0: No. But, but like, afterwards, the ship's like, oh, here, have these batteries. Go forth and experiment.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So the ship is kind of annoyed with the people for, you know, going native. Except it's not going native. It's going stupid. I mean,
0: the ship doesn't have uh, that much personality. It really o- it has its, like... It has, like, the three imperatives. Uh, one is, like, keep the peace. Two is,
1: like, fix the weather. I mean, keep the peace, it's got space lasers. I'm not entirely certain I trust this. Oh,
0: yeah, so it has it has this thing where it's, like, once a year, all the different races on a planet have to get together and then, like, sing a prayer. And if, like, anybody's missing the the ship, like, will start destroying parts of the world until it destroys the whole world. <laughs> so it's very much like, you gotta you gotta keep the peace. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who
1: programmed this thing? The
0: original Saturn. Obviously a sadist. <laughs> yeah, because uh, there's this whole book where somebody starts, like, questioning if the god would do it. So, like, uh... He and his followers like stand on the mountain that the god is supposed to destroy first, and is like, "We're not gonna sing!" Ha! And then, and then they all get blasted by a huge bolt of lightning and die.
1: <laughs> oh, so it literally was just programmed by a monster. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I,
0: yeah. <laughs> why? Uh, well, you know, you got, cause you gotta, you really gotta force the children to keep the peace.
1: <laughs> That's not. An effective way of... And an AI would know that that's not an effective way. It's not... I'm not quite sure it's a
0: full AI. I have to
1: admit... (laughs) Okay, I have to admit, being born in this kind of society would make it my mission to kill God. Like, I don't...
0: But but if then who's going to reset the weather patterns? I don't care. (laughs) Well, I don't think you should destroy the world just because you don't like having to go
1: sing once a year. I don't like being told what to do. Yeah,
0: but like, you wouldn't even know. You'd just be like, okay, there are these...
1: I would know that I'm being told what to do by God. How would you know? Oh,
0: by God.
1: Because again, the destruction of the people who who didn't do what the God said. Well,
0: it's not that everybody in the world has to go sing. It's just that, like... You literally
1: just said that it was. Like,
0: representatives from all the peoples in the world like you can't uh you, you know if like two groups of people are at war and like one like an entire group of people get excluded from the gathering
1: then the thunder and lightning start <laughs> right so the ship only blows up people when
0: there's large scale disharmony when- or or it's it's like even more than that you really got to like purposely not sing
1: <laughs> i i mean i still like, after seeing it is actually willing to start blowing people up, I, w- I would still want, want to kill God. I just don't know if I'd go through with it, because uh, it might be difficult and not worth it. But I'd still want to do it, and it's different from not thinking that it would, it's it's like, I don't not think you would. It's that I think you would, and I don't like that.
0: Well, you know, like, the, the guy who got blown up was, like, uh, kind of corrupt. And his like tenure as the archangel, his thirty-year tenure was coming up, and he didn't want to relinquish his power, so he was like, "Okay, I mean, God's not there real, is that, and and I'm gonna prove that, and then keep going on with my tenure." And then he got blown up, and I was like, "Oh, God's real."
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> so there's a there's a way that I've sort of gone about this <laughs> in the past where I've come up with a little saying for myself. Mm. And it's, he's an idiot, but he's not wrong. Okay. In this case, you can, you can have an idea that makes sense, while also being a bad person.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Well, I would... The two are not mutually exclusive, uh-huh. so I don't see why, oh, this guy was a bad guy who got blown up, is, like, an excuse. It's more like, the ship was willing to blow anyone up, Who happened to be there at the time?
0: Yeah, but like. Of not
1: doing the thing. But
0: like, everyone knew that that's what the the first thing that would be destroyed, right? Like, you did not have to be there.
1: I honestly kind of respect the choosing to be in the first place that gets destroyed instead of choosing to be in, like, the second place that gets destroyed with visibility to the first. Like, I kind of respect that, because it's like, I'm gonna put my principles on the line here, and I don't think this is real, so I'm just gonna go there. Yeah, but I think
0: it's pretty dumb to assume there's no higher power when you get daily miracles of weather being reset, and... Actual, like, communication with this thingy through the computer. I mean, the
1: assuming that there is no higher power instead of playing a game of chicken where you don't think that it will actually blow you up, it's a little bit of a different thing. Uh,
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's just, I, I. it was a dumb, it was a dumb, it was a dumb move,
1: and... It doesn't seem like the smartest move, but I respect it. It's, it's where I'm going to end up on that.
0: <laughs> That's too stupid to live, and I never respect too stupid to live. But the, po- the point is, it kind of starts fantasy, and then it gets a little sci-fi as some of these details are revealed. So I don't know what to call it, but it's a interesting It's city.
1: fantasy that happens to have sci-fi elements.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. All right, okay, so...
0: Gotta have angels. I've
1: obviously been commenting on this the entire time. Um gotta have angels <laughs> sure we're gonna we're gonna keep the angels we're gonna keep the planet of death, i suppose um the planet that where nobody on that planet deserves to live um after oh actually, you know, I don't quite believe that now that I'm thinking about it. Nobody who came to that planet originally and agreed to the losing of all this information deserved to live. But their kids are victims in this, so I don't I don't really blame them so much. Well, yeah, they weren't alive. Yeah, like, well, no, because they were alive. Like, the thing that I blame here mm. is the intent to lose that information, right? And anybody who had the intent to lose or keep that information centralized, are the people that I'd be very much okay with them just getting blasted off the face of the planet. So I'm not quite in the position where I hate everybody here. It's, I hate this culture and think that it should be destroyed. Um, So I guess my question is how much of this do we want to keep? Because there is sort of an an obvious alternate story here that I would have fun with. But I don't know.
0: I mean... Like, there have to be angels that sing prayers that, that actually get answered, I think, is, is the thing that has to still be there.
1: Okay. Because I would say that we can keep most of this, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to add in the fact that, like, cultures aren't homogenous in any way. So maybe what we do instead is we have a sort of similar setup. But instead of that decision to lose all that information and essentially revert to weird fantasy people ruled over by angels who can decide not to talk the ship into saving your city, because that's a thing they can do by the they way. They
0: can also just call down lightning, like no, no biggie. <laughs> oh, that's even
1: worse. Oh yeah. Um, so I am. I I hate that. Oh, I hate that a lot. Um. Anyway, passing on from the genetically empowered people who have the ability to just destroy cities and, and kill people, that's that's fine. Like, in
0: the story, uh, angels have to procreate with humans because uh, when they try to procreate with each other, like, weird mutations get,
1: or mute, weird alleles get come together and make mutants. Okay, but that's literally the exact opposite of... No, 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 we're just going to stop. We're just going to stop. We're not going to say the words that I was about to say. Uh, Anyways, even if they have to procreate with humans, that doesn't solve the problem. No. Like, because they can still treat people like cattle.
0: I mean, I guess. I mean, cattle that they have
1: to have sex with,
0: but that's not... I mean, that's gross. That's not better. I mean, you know, they they they're culturally raised to believe that you know they have they're they have to be good, and
1: how long do you think that culture lasts?
0: Uh, I mean, in the story, you know, hundreds of years.
1: <laughs> hundreds is nothing. Well, it's like like whoever set up this society has set it up to fail, and I think that some people would have realized that.
0: Well, it's kind of like the the mothership. Picks the leader of, of the settlement every 30
1: years or whatever and, you know, picks one with... On an individual scale, 30 years is quite a bit. Yeah. As in, it's pretty easy to corrupt somebody in five years and have them spend 25 making very, very bad decisions.
0: I mean, it's more like picking people like whose temperaments are not like that.
1: There's no such thing as an incorruptible temperament.
0: It's not. It's just like, like for instance, people like it's like people who aren't interested in the, in the power. Okay. You know what I mean. What
1: happens when somebody who's not particularly interested in the power gets assassinated?
0: Um. Who's gonna assassinate these people?
1: Probably somebody who wants to abuse their power, because they're. <laughs> one of these genetically angel people yeah. with the ability to call down lightning
0: I mean they're they're pretty hard to kill not
1: that being hard to kill does not prevent somebody from killing them but I don't know it just doesn't happen in the story <laughs> I'm aware of this but like the first thing that I see upon seeing genetically superior group of people who have to breed with Normal humanity is not going to be, you know. Oh, and they lived in peace forever and ever, because that's just not realistic. Unless you have some sort of way to even the scales, that's not going to happen.
0: Well, you make it sound like it's worse that they have to, like, marry and have children with. They don't
1: have people. to marry them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: but it's like, if if they could just you know, procreate amongst themselves, then it would it would be
1: worse. Okay. To be very, very clear, they do not have to... Yes, I... have romantic attachments to people to have children with them.
0: I understand. But the... Uh, it's like you have to set it up culturally, obviously, not just, like, let the chips fall into dystopia
1: land, like... Unfortunately, these chips are very much, like, 80% placed in dystopia land, and then we're scattering 20% across the table.
0: Okay. <laughs> anyway. Like, uh,
1: anyways, wh- the point that I was trying to get at originally was that, like, I don't think that that's culturally homogenous. So I think you could sort of get some interesting mileage out of, like, having some of the people who are like, this seems like a bad idea, Um Maybe plant some other computers or or electronic devices that last a long time elsewhere? For people to find later? Wait, why? Are- with the intent of going, when we forget how to maintain our spaceship, maybe somebody can find this and save themselves.
0: So you're going with, they still intended to lose most of their
1: technology advance? I'm saying most of the... Most of the society intended to lose the technology, but like some people were like, "Hey, this seems like a bad idea," but they couldn't really do anything about it because then they just get smited because uh, they're not in power. Uh- <laughs> so they essentially hid some of the some of the technology and ways to learn away with the intent that at some other point, when people are less aware that they should be smited for this, because again, this culture is. Losing the information to know which information it wanted to smite.
0: Okay. Like,
1: that it would be fine for people to, like, rebuild. Sure,
0: I guess.
1: Look, I just... I have a lot against the whole... We were spaceship colonizers from another world, and then we lost all that information because we didn't want it. What?
0: They just wanted to live a simple life,
1: you know. Yeah. Like, but, like, you can live a simple life while not forgetting what allows you to do that.
0: I guess? I don't know. They just, like, didn't want to deal with hyper-advanced technology anymore.
1: Again, you can do that, but they're forgetting about the existence of it, which is different. It's not like the Amish forget that greater society exists. Mm -hmm. And they sometimes interact with it, even.
0: Yeah, I don't think they wanted to do that. Anyways. It, like, it, later in the story, they do, like, you know, rediscover that the spaceship is a spaceship.
1: It's just... Yeah, no, I, I mean, the rediscovery of the spaceship is a spaceship. Now, what I would do is we take that that book that you were talking about where they had the the order follower who were going to pretend as an engineer or a scientist. Um... But twist it a little bit, right? So, we we sort of take the, the, the similar premise of the ship is breaking down, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Except that the ship is for real breaking down because it was never intended to be a long-term weather controller. It was intended to be a mid-term weather controller while they set up things on the planet to deal with this problem. Okay. So essentially what it would do at that point is the the ship is getting desperate and it's essentially you know you know setting off its um you two should have a kid alarm uh more specifically and more often um with the intent of essentially please find somebody who can fix the ship so what what you do then is Can these people fly up to the ship, by the way, or only, like, part-way?
0: No, yeah, no, they can't. They can't escape, like, the atmosphere.
1: (laughs) I was asking, is the ship in the atmosphere or not? No. Um, So, at that point, what you have is a sort of interesting scenario where... you have people who can apparently do, like, three-quarters of the work of getting out of the gravity well, but not the last quarter um so I mean that's useful in that like they could probably and it's not out of the gravity well obviously because you're just getting to orbit but so so essentially you have people who can make the work a lot easier and you're trying to it, the ship is essentially trying to find people who can get that last bit of of travel up to up to the ship obviously actually can the ship teleport people because I think that's what I think that's something that we discussed that, that came up earlier. The ship can teleport people, right? Yeah,
0: you just have to stand on the teleportation plate next to the computer at the Prophet Mountain.
1: <laughs> right. Let's make that teleportation plate broken, right? Okay. So, um, people are like, oh, but if it needs help, it can just use this, uh, this, this plate and send somebody on a spirit journey. Whatever the fuck they call that. <laughs> And it's uh we're going to assume that the the, the god has required spirit journeys in the past, um, and then people always come back talking about metal and the and the great machine in the sky, um, and then people just assume that it's you know something to worship, because they have been intentionally excluded from any information <laughs> that would tell them what the hell is actually going on. Mm. Um, usually, you might expect somebody to say because they're stupid, but they're not stupid. They were just intentionally handicapped. Um I, I don't have good feelings for the people who set this up, obviously. <laughs> um so what we do is that teleportation pad is broken. They don't know how to fix it. The, the the God in the sky keeps telling them information on how to fix it, but it's not working, so it just kind of gives up on its on its favored people. Um <laughs> not not for real, but we're just gonna we're just gonna, you know call it that. Um and instead You have, like, a quest across the land where it's like, the god needs something, but it can't communicate what. And, obviously, there's some information that's been hidden away, and we have our people, and they rebuild the teleportation pad or whatever, and they actually go up to the ship and, like, learn how to fix things? Mm hmm (laughs) So they they generate a culture of going on spirit journeys to actually fix shit. (laughs) Wait, what?
0: Why do... What are... what Are there so many things that, like, people need to constantly go up there and fix it?
1: Well, I would assume that the teleportation pad broke. And then people stopped going on spirit journeys for a while. Which is what the ship has been doing this whole time. For, like, routine maintenance stuff. And then, like, because the routine maintenance stuff stopped, a lot of stuff started breaking. And that's that's sort of where we are now. Is that, like, the ship can no longer stop all of the, all of the weather disasters that have been happening. I see. So, now it's requiring people to go up there and fix stuff.
0: Okay. I don't really feel like angels are important to this part of the story at all.
1: I mean, they're kind of not, because they're kind of just a part of the world. Yeah. Uh. You could make it so that the angels are the ones who like, request this to happen or like, an angel is the one who discovers the first, um, cache of knowledge. Okay. But, like, is there any reason for the angels to be super important? Well... When they're, like... If we're gonna put angels in the store... In
0: any story, they kinda have to be... Important enough to... Be in the story, otherwise people will be like, Why do you have an angel in the cover?
1: <laughs> I mean, not really. They just have to be, like a main character and then people are like, "Oh. Okay, obviously that makes sense."
0: Well, then we we need to have an angel as one of the main characters. And justify Yeah, that's very
1: easy to do. And just you just justify Have it. an angel as one of your main characters.
0: Okay, but <laughs> but why is why is the angel important enough to be a main character?
1: I would assume because they sort of figured out what the problem is. Maybe they're a language scholar actually that that's really entertaining for me if they're like one of those um if they're one of the people that the that the ship was trying to set up for and it's like a language scholar, why do we need a language scholar um and essentially what they do is they learn enough of the precursor language um which is obviously you know pretty difficult to learn um that they can actually like understand what's being requested. Um, but at the same time, they have absolutely no idea how to fix that. And then that's what sets them off on their journey.
0: Okay, so...
1: And this person happens to be an a- angel.
0: Okay, so angel language scholar teams up with engineer, in and then the angel just reads the instruction manuals out loud while the engineer fixes things. <laughs>
1: Kind of, except that instead of being, like, orders, it's instead, like, this is broken. Uh, Information was not included on how to fix this. Here's how it works. (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay.
1: (laughs) Maintenance protocols were not included for this level of brokenness. What? Fix. (laughs) What kind of crappy ship is this? I mean, it's the kind where they intentionally lost all the information (laughs) leading to... (laughs) I mean, the people did. I don't know why the ship doesn't know how to fix itself. Because the people who built the ship were obviously stupid.
0: No, no, no. This is a commercial-grade ship that the people bought and, <laughs> and left in the sky. You know,
1: okay. Also, because you don't include um, direct repair instructions for every single possible issue that goes wrong, you instead include repair instructions for all of the more common things that goes wrong, and then you assume that you have somebody with the necessary expertise to fix it if something more complicated goes wrong. I mean... Which is usually a safe assumption.
0: Like, relying on an engineer who doesn't even know what spaceships are to, like, figure out how the ship works and fix it in their lifespan?
1: It's well documented how it works.
0: This is because
1: no like you can pick up a random person off the street and they can build spaceship level stuff with the with what's um with what's available like if they have the right documentation the vast majority of people are smart enough to be able to do the the stuff of the level that i'm talking about and that's how? just the reality of it how? so if we okay. how
0: do we so know we that random people on the street somebody
1: who's like Super smart, and then wait, 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 a language wait, wait. scholar. How do we to figure this how out? How do
0: we know that random people on the street are smart enough to figure this stuff out? Have they tried? The it? U.S.
1: did a bunch of the U.S. did a bunch of studies on it. Yeah, where they took they did try actual it.
0: Actual random people, not like
1: yes, <laughs> yes, actual random people.
0: Not like oh, well, we'll just have these like engineering first year students volunteer.
1: Yes, actually random people who are like working normal person jobs in their 40s and 30s just picked up off the street and it's like, here's this information, build this incredibly complicated thing. And the information they handed them was all like, the specific test that I'm remembering was actually um, the US military did a test on just random people. It's like using publicly available information only. Can people build a nuclear bomb? And the answer is yes. Um, Yeah, but
0: nuclear bombs (laughs) aren't very complicated.
1: They aren't very complicated, per se, but it's not super simple either. And that level of if they learn the right math and the right physics stuff, it's not actually that difficult to get people to be able to do this, this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but I feel like fixing a spaceship is harder than building a nuclear bomb.
1: It's not when the spaceship has exact documentation on how it was built.
0: Well, okay, I'm not going to agree that any rando off the street could do it, but fine. We'll say that our genius engineer. I'm not
1: saying any random off the street could do it, because they're working through a language barrier with documentation that's extremely old from their point of view. So I'm not saying a rando off the street could do this, but I'm saying that most people... Most people might be able to get close, and, like, an intentionally designed child from a spaceship can probably figure it out.
0: Okay. Well, they're, yeah, that, that breeding program's been working on engineers for a while.
1: I mean, you know, it has to make sure that they're settling down in the right zip code. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ooh, that's a, that's a spicy take. Uh, we're just gonna leave it in.
0: I mean, honestly, I guess if you had this system, like, you probably- you would probably have this cultural thing where, like, everybody gets together and walks near each other to see if their- their lights go off.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm- and I'm not even gonna go into the complications of having multiple lights go off, because that is definitely a thing that could happen, and probably would happen, and would lead to wildly different marriage customs, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go into it because mm. that's complicated and actual world building that would require you to step away from your from your preconceived biases, which is very complicated for people.
0: Hey, I'm not biased. I'm just
1: <laughs> yes, you are. I'm biased too. Anyways,
0: yeah, you are. Okay. Uh, wait is that the that's
1: the, is that the story? I feel like. I mean, I think so. Unless we want to go into. Different sorts of detail. I kind of, I kind of went off on my own. Feel like so if you want to add in things or change things, that definitely makes sense. I don't
0: know. I feel like it needs more struggles slash conflict.
1: Uh, uh, maybe angels fighting people.
0: You know, like Angel <laughs> has to go on a quest to find Engineer, and then convince Engineer to go on a spirit journey.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like but I'm a normal human. Normal humans don't go on spirit journeys. And it's like, well... I mean, it's kind of asking for it, so...
0: You're a chosen one. And then, you know, have their lights... I I would say
1: you're a chosen one, but there's like 30 chosen ones, and you're just the first one that I found. Uh, And frankly, we're going to need to find the others too, but we need one right this second.
0: And then, you know, have somebody's lights go off, because romance... Um, Obviously. And...
1: have... But that doesn't happen until after they've- they've started the repair process. <laughs> what kind of faulty light system is this? It's to go off? It's not a faulty light system. The priorities have changed. <laughs> the priorities of the ship have changed, meaning that the pairings that it wants are now different. <laughs> okay. I don't th- I thought that was obvious. Like, <laughs> literally the lights are dependent on the priorities of the ship.
0: Okay, but, then and they'll be like, are our lights broken? Because I've never heard of this, like, whole not-at-first-sight <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and
1: and then, I, I, yeah, obviously, but, you
0: know. uh, Oh, and I forgot to mention, in one of the books, there was, like, uh, there starts to be, like, an alien invasion, uh, which,
1: uh... Is it just other humans? No,
0: well, I don't... I don't know if they're humans because like they're described as having like pitch black skin, which I mean other- and otherwise being humanoid. That's
1: mm, yeah. okay. Uh, We're just gonna skip over <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: uh, and then but but the, the spaceship like I don't know why the, the spaceship is like fully capable of destroying the enemy ship. But for some reason, can't turn its own like laser arrays. So it like kidnaps someone specifically to just like turn their laser arrays, and it blows up the alien ship. And is like, okay, you can put them back now, thanks. And that sends them home.
1: <laughs> okay, we're just not gonna we're just not gonna go into all of that. We're gonna ignore that it exists. Ooh. That's gross. I mean... That's gross a lot. I, I hate that. I
0: mean, you know, unless you want to... I mean, this is why I always give give my people skin colors that are, like, blue or green or purple.
1: because It doesn't usually make it better. It just makes it less obvious. But this case, it was... Mm, yeah. That's not great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if nah.
1: And the reality of the reality of like people that could give themselves wings on that level could definitely have a reason to do the skin color thing. And like mm, those could literally just be people of a different color. And that's mm.
0: well, it's not like everybody on the planet is white. It's just that there's nobody of that level of
1: pigmentation. Uh <laughs> I'm aware of this existence and that does not make it better if you look culturally at the reality of the real world.
0: Yeah. Um I, I don't actually I don't I don't think we should put an alien invasion in
1: Well, I don't know, if you want to make this a multi And certainly not an alien invasion that's like that.
0: I mean, I guess if it turns into a multi book series, you could also have an alien invasion
1: in there. I mean, I'm okay with an alien invasion. Just make them, you know, alien.
0: I mean, it's like, it's supposed to... The alien invasion was, like, clearly supposed to be, like, just people who did not give up their technology invading this planet What that they thought is, like, easy pickings. Because, look, these people don't have technology. And frankly, it would have
1: been if they... Paid attention and shot the stupid ship out of the sky first. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty confused as to why they didn't attack the ship or notice the ship. Because it was clearly within. I mean, because
1: the ship is constantly shooting its freaking lasers at the planet to stop storms and stuff.
0: Yeah. Also, it was within shooting range of the alien ship. Yeah. So they should have seen
1: it. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. They should have seen that coming. Like, it's. it's... (laughs) Not
0: quite sure. But, so, if you're that dumb, you know, you just you deserve to have your ship blown out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, I.
1: It's, it's difficult to to quantify how much of a bad decision literally every part of that was. Um.
0: But, uh, there should also be. Yeah, I guess it, 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 it'll be kind of a quest. So, first they gotta fix the ship, then they gotta build their little ground. Weather regulating things. It's like,
1: wait, 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 we can build parts of the god on the ground? We've been able to do this the whole time? Why haven't we? And then the ship is, you know, awkward silence.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then, you know, you can make them, like, temples if you want to make it acceptable to the If you want to keep that
1: god theme. You still gotta sing to them,
0: though.
1: (laughs) I mean that's certainly an option maybe maybe they only avert the disaster at the last second if you don't sing to them but you otherwise have to sing to them
0: what so you mean they'll just like self-avert like the
1: temples will the the temples will self-activate if it gets too bad but most of the time they stay inactive in order to appease the very ...stupid people who think that it's important to maintain the religion of praying to the machine god. I mean, you know, it's- at least it's a
0: useful god.
1: (laughs) I- I mean, that beats the alternative, but I'm not sure.
0: Um, yeah, but, you know, they make these little temples and now you don't need angels to hear the prayers. You can just sing at a temple. Yup. Yay.
1: Turns out that whole Angel thing was a bad idea to begin with. I don't know why we did it. And then the ship is like, yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh,
0: But, you know, flying is still cool.
1: Flying is still cool! And now it's no longer the ability to friggin' call lightning down on people in a way that, like, can't be done by anybody.
0: Well I mean, you know, you're still more flexible which checks abuses of power. <laughs> you're 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 more you're still more flexible in where you can call down lightning if you can well, fly. Yeah,
1: no, I, I agree with that. But it's no longer I can call down lightning on these people and literally the only people who can stop me are the people who are like me.
0: Yeah. But like, you know, if you
1: Which I, I'm not sure if you see the problem with that, but I think it's pretty obvious. If
0: you sing the lightning prayer in a temple. You're going to destroy your temple.
1: <laughs> not necessarily, because you can sing the lightning prayer, but, like, change the coordinates of it.
0: Uh, I'm not quite sure it's that. If
1: you understand the language that the prayer is in.
0: I don't know if anybody understands it to
1: that point. I mean, we have we have our angel who does.
0: I mean, like... <laughs> You know, it is revealed in the series that the anti-lightning prayer is, like, the lightning prayer backwards. Um,
1: Okay, but that's not (laughs) a language. That's just stupid.
0: (laughs) I mean, not, like, completely, but, like, the motifs are, like, reversed.
1: I mean, if it's, like, you can obviously reverse the, like, tonality of it um, with, with like, English, but... You know what? I'm not going to get into the complexes of the way that that's incredibly stupid and that language doesn't work like that because that is not relevant.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, okay. I I think I think that's that's enough. We we spent a long time on uh, just explaining and making fun of the original concept. It's so, actually great great series if you like fantasy romance and aren't and
1: if you can put aside all of your knowledge of science all of that
0: yeah i mean that's the reason i don't read sci-fi because all that nonsense you know
1: it's hard i'm okay with putting aside some of it where it's like okay so i gotta put aside biology for this series but you know uh physics mostly works and yeah no and linguistics mostly works and (laughs) this other stuff mostly works that's that's fine right when most science works and then there's like one or two things that are off i'm like okay this is science fiction it's fine <laughs> but like when it's like literally nothing about this works then i then i have difficulty
0: yeah i mean i'm okay with it as long as you don't try and use any scientific terminology then that really just messes with my suspension of this belief so this whole series is written <laughs> as a fantasy
1: <laughs> yeah and we're just gonna pretend like the sci fi elements are are not not real if we're gonna read the original series. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um I suppose that's wrapping up time.
0: Yeah, if you like this story, write it and email us at listeners at our com. Yeah,
1: if you like part of it, um I'm annoyed that I just completely threw out a lot of the a lot of the stuff, uh, because I, I hate it. Uh, you can also email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. Uh, if
0: you'd like to be a guest on this show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com.
1: Yeah, we would appreciate if you share this with your friends or, or put a review on iTunes or some of the other uh, podcasting platforms of choice.
0: And uh, see you next week.
1: See you next week.